What's your go-to Starbucks order? It depends. I really like their seasonal drinks. Like whenever they have the pistachio latte or whenever they have like, I know they don't do it anymore for Christmas, but the eggnog. Um, I love a PSL. I'm a basic bitch. A white chocolate peppermint mocha. Gay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Flapping and Fawning. Well, I'm not original. Fawn. I am trying to quit smoking, and the two of y'all are getting on my last nerve. Flapjack. How are you, Flapjack? I'm so good. Excited for Pride season. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, whoa, whoa is not on this podcast today. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so today we're going to be talking about Pride. And this is coming shortly after the announcement that we are actually going to be hosting Pride on the Plains. Woo! Pride Fest 2023. So it's going to be super duper fun on June 4th. We'll be announcing all the headliner or introducing all the headliners and entertainment. I am very excited. I'm a little nervous about the heat, but uh, I'm, I'm going to just bring a bucket of ice or something for my cold feet. Huge thank you to Pride on the Plains for booking us for that. It's going to be a ton of fun. Yes, I'm so excited. But like we're doing a Pride episode now. So when are we going to do the other six of the seven deadly sins? <laughs> um well gluttony will have to come next right yeah. i mean i'm starving yeah <laughs> uh no so what was your first pride experience like um it was 2013 i believe and i like was a little baby gay it was my first pride ever and chad michaels was the headliner. I think it was 2013. It might've been 14. I don't know. It could have even been 12. Who fucking knows? Not me. Um, (laughs) So if you're with somebody with cap and you know what year that was, you can leave it in a five star, leave it in a five star review. Yeah. Let us know that way. Um, That's a better way. It was so much fun that year. I think somebody did like, can I get an amen from RuPaul's Drag Race season five? There was some, I don't know. I don't even know. Remember who the Queens were because like, this is so long ago. Like, and I wasn't aware of who people were, but I saw Queens do that number as a group number on the main stage. It was a wild time. But then I didn't ever actually go to Pride and Drag until 2016. Oh. I think it was 2016. Gosh, still so much earlier than me. You're better than I am. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Just saying what we already know. Um, yeah, my first Pride was... Uh, well, okay. So it was one of those things where I always wanted to go to pride, but I was honestly just a little nervous to go Yeah. because my perspective on pride was what I had always heard growing up, which was like all these awful things, largely Fox news. I remember one time growing up seeing that, um, like Fox news say that people were having sex in the streets at pride. I I know. Right. That's That's false. That's false. And they got a little confused, but, um, I, so I was a little scared to go. And when I was in college and the pulse shooting happened, I that was the first year that I like made an effort to actually go out to Pride so events. So 2016. Yeah, but I didn't go to Pride Fest. I only went to the parade because I was like working at a job on campus in college. Yeah, and so it, it really did take up most of my time. Like we were working like every single day. And, but it was one of those things where I feel like I always have that 
excuse. You're it's like first. I'm just working so much and I can't go. So your first fault, your first pride was font. First pride. Oh, look at that. I was in that parade. I was a little baby queen in that parade for Rent Monster. <laughs> and then I like just went to Pride. Yeah. It, I mean, it was very fun to get to go. Um, but I was also pretty exhausted just because it was like I was doing so much, like giving tours and stuff yeah. at, at the college I worked at. And um, yeah, so so I went and like I, that, I, I would say that was my first pride experience and i was like oh my god this is not scary people are not having sex in the streets it's literally just a parade like what i had growing up with like a christmas or a homecoming parade you know yeah so um just more colorful yeah and so that was like my first uh parade but after that i think my first actual pride event was i went to atlanta pride um i've never been in 2018 so You've never been at all? No. Oh my God, it's so fun. You gotta go. Only thing, I see, I don't really like... I almost went to the bathhouse during Atlanta Pride <laughs> one time, but somebody left their ID at home. Somebody? No, I went with like a group of people. But oh. so we ended up, and we ended up like leaving late at night to go, and then we ended up coming back because somebody coming. left their ID at home, so we couldn't get in. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Uh, that was going to be my first trip to the bathhouse ever, and it ended up not ruined. being... Well, yeah, so there was that. I went to that. We got to see um, BB Rexa live, which was pretty cool. Um, she's all right. Yeah, she, I mean, she. I knew who she was, so that was cool. Uh, to know her name. No, yeah, to know her name. I knew her, some of her music, and she was dressed really cute. Um, but I actually got really sick that weekend because I was flying back and forth from Austin to Atlanta to Birmingham to see Danny because we were long distance at that point. And that Danny was Danny couldn't one just of our come stops. to Atlanta. No, no, no. We went to Atlanta. Like, like we met in Atlanta that I flew in there for us to do like our monthly see each other uh, while we were long distance. Yeah. And so that was my very first pride. And then after that, it was just drag it, uh, going to pride and drag. So in 2020, I think, cause we had some form of pride in 2020, right? Like it was like at Avondale, I believe. Yeah. I didn't go to that one. It was outdoor. Um, was, is that right? Was that 2020 yeah. or 2021? I don't know. Might have been 2021. I didn't go to that one. Because I was a little little farther in my drag career at that point. I think it was 2021. So yeah, 2021 was the first time I went to Pride Fest. Because it, it felt like it kept getting delayed for me. It was like, oh, I'm working and I can't go. And then but by the time I was finally graduated from college, I could make it happen. And I wasn't working. So I had fun. I think that was 21. Maybe. I didn't go that year. Um, Well, I think I was still... that. Might, was that 20 or was that 21? God, I don't remember. That might have been 21. I think I was so a little nervous. Yeah, I think because it was Avondale and then 2022, they went back to Lynn Park because the first ever Central Alabama Pride was at Lynn Park. So they went back there and I think they're back there again for their 45th anniversary this year. Yeah. Um, which is cool. So I, I love that they're going back to the historical place. So what do you like about Pride when you go to a Pride event? Drag. Yeah. Is that I like, like seeing drag? Like, There's a lot of it. I like seeing drag. Like I'm one of those drag artists that I love seeing drag just about as much as I love doing drag. So like, mm. I really love doing drag, but I also, I want to see good drag. I like, cause like, that's why I started doing drag is because I liked watching drag. So why wouldn't I still like watching drag? Yeah, totally. I, I think the drag performances are very fun, but honestly, I just love like getting to meet people who I 
Like, I feel like everyone's there, you know, yeah. it's that, the I first know how time people met, come up to you and be like, Hey, are you flapjacks? Yes. Yeah. That happens so much. Like, which is really fun. And I'm always it never like happens sweating to me because I'm so unrecognizable <laughs> out of drag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So unrecognizable. Well, I mean, I don't ever really go in drag. I mean, I think that every pride fest that I've ever been to in my life at this point has been in drag, except for that one in Atlanta. I uh, always go in drag and then I dip out and come back out of drag. Oh, that sounds heavenly. I mean, it's That's so what I used hot. To do at like, see, th- this is what I'm struggling with right now. How do you stay cool? Like uh, the thing I'm nervous about with pride on the plains, honestly, is the heat. Like, I don't uh, how, know how I'm going to actually stay cool. Cause all my costumes are like suits. Get a fan, wear a gown <laughs> and put a electric fan under the gown and cut Have holes in your tights and don't wear shoes. Well, fortunately, all of my tights are ripped, so I don't have to cut holes. And you wear a floor-length gown, and you have a little fan in there to keep your hot feet cold. Maybe that'll work. Or you get a cooler and just stick your feet in the cooler. Mm. Maybe I should just do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, but... Yeah, so I need, I need more tip arounds, but that's that's a personal problem. Um, I think my favorite, my uh, additionally, like you see everyone, uh, like my first time actually meeting Genesis was actually at the uh, Druid City Pride that you and I both got to perform at, and we spoke a little bit. You like just met her recently? That's wild yeah. to me. I, I somehow we our paths had just never crossed, but I think it mostly had to do with the pandemic, you know. Because you're such a baby, I forget that. I don't mean to be. <laughs> you're just like so young. Like Flapjack is just so young, yeah. and that is so wild. To She's me. a young queen in an old person's body. <laughs> <laughs> I say before I'm even thirty. <laughs> um, yeah. I, but th- that's what I like. It's like one of the best ways to build connections and meet people and see like, oh, who's actually out and like supporting. Um, so yeah, because I always love going in drag. And then get out of drag to come back because I usually get burnt out and get mm. really hot. Usually I'll like do my number and then I'll leave and then come back out of drag and chill and, and relax and enjoy the day. Last year I didn't get to do that because I had to go get out of drag to get back in drag because I had a show that night at like Neon Moon I think last year. Because let me tell you like there have been so many times I'll do my number and then by the time my number is over, especially like if I'm on like the noon time slot, because there's mm. been a lot of times that I've had to be early in the day time slots. Like when I was on cast for Redacted Bar, there were many a times that we would have like a one or two o'clock time slot sometimes before that. And I'm just like, uh, uh-uh. my mm. face is because that's the hottest part of the day. And yeah. then my face will be sweating off. And <coughs> sometimes my brows might be popping so i'm like let me go home get comfortable and come back in shorts and a t-shirt do you enjoy or, or do you like that pride is in june like do you wish it was at a different time of year historically no but for like my comfort yes yeah like that's the thing it's like it's so hot you know and yeah it, and <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's so hard to like stay cool and like yeah, to me to like enjoy <laughs> you know, fucking stop but it's hard you know, it's hard to like enjoy the day so i always appreciate those cities that do their pride at a different time of year like uh, atlanta does october. october austin does later i think september maybe august one of the two but august august is too. even worse than alabama yeah but i mean austin's always hot so um tuscaloosa does october yeah 
I love a, a good fall pride. I mean, it's still very warm somehow. Yeah. Like I remember the first time I did Druid City Pride, I was like, "It's October, I'll be fine." And then you and I wore neoprene. Well, last year I wore my lion costume. Yeah, <laughs> just around. And you saw me last for like year. Three hours. You saw me. Uh, I was like, I am wearing something cool and comfortable. And then I said, I want to look like I work at Disney <laughs> because I had. I think I had a bra and panty with a bolero jacket for one of my numbers. And then I had just a deep V bodysuit sleeveless for my other one. I said, I am comfortable. Come on, deep V. Come. Emphasis on the... I put the come in comfortable. Um, Yeah. So... Come for it. Pride is always so hot, but like you try to stay cool. And like, yeah. (laughs) A real profound thing I just said there. (laughs) What's your favorite pride memory? You know, there's one thing I love so much on a podcast and that's dead air. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't expecting this question and I'm trying to think because I've just done pride so many times. So I've got like a lot of memories that are here. What if I go all great for different things? Oh, Okay. Because, like, I got to meet Chi-Chi Devane one year. Yeah. And that was fantastic. I remember the first year that I ever got to perform after the Pride Parade at a mm. bar. I was like, this is the shit. Like, I, I I felt important. Yeah. Because, like, I was getting to do, like, a hot night. Mm-hmm. And I've been, like, any time that I rode in the parade was great. Except for the last time that I rode in the parade. I think it was the last time. Maybe. Whenever I was Miss Redacted Bar, I hated that year. It rained. <laughs> oh, it was miserable. And rain on me hadn't come out yet. And we were dressed as mermaids, and I was oh. the. <laughs> and it was a full truck bed, and I was on the bottom <laughs> of the truck bed. Was it full of water? No. Oh, but like, there was like the truck bed was full of people. Oh, like because we had all the open stage people. And the cast members. Yeah. And I was like literally on like the bottom of the truck bed. And it was, I'm like, why am I a cast member and the title holder on the bottom of the truck bed and not even somewhere visible? I was in the least visible spot. Just the patriarchy. That's why. Was I on cast at that point? Maybe I was. I don't know. Who knows? So I asked what your favorite memory was, not least favorite memory. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I I loved getting to meet Chi Chi Devane. I loved like the first year being in the parade was yeah. just there's nothing like the first time you're in the parade. It just feels so magical. Yeah, last year was my first time, and I, I had a friend who just came out of nowhere who was like, "Yo, I want to drive you," and I was like, "Thank you." It was so fun. They had the magnets for us with like our names on it, and yeah. hearing myself get announced, especially as like the first mix Central Alabama Pride, like that was that was a really special feeling. To, yeah, to know that because people were like screaming my name and like little kids and stuff were like flapjack because <laughs> they just knew I had candy and beads. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know that lightning McQueen yeah. <laughs> sound on TikTok. That's what it felt like. But I think my favorite memory of pride was actually from that Avondale pride um, where I performed and then I went and that, that was when I was in my pink hair, green dress moment era where I wore like nothing but that all the time. Is that era finally over? Yes, bitch. I can't fit in it anymore. I'm too fat. 
<laughs> Those said, Camp Wanakiki stress eating days you, really did me. You in. said I can't fit in the dress and the wig <laughs> cap has gotten stretched out. It's so, it's so. <laughs> yeah, that lace has seen way better days. But you uh, said that lace <laughs> looks like a. Um, shit, I had something good and then I lost it. That that lace looks like a piece of beef jerky. Yeah, it makes you a hungry. A fried piece it. of break, a fried piece of bacon. It's a side of sausage wavy. with these flapjacks. Um, but yeah, so I, but anyways, the with that pride, the thing I loved about it was it was I I agree, it like made me feel important. Like the um, I got off stage performing and this huge line of people showed up to take pictures with me and it was like all kids uh you know like teenagers and kids and like their parents were with them or like an older brother and sister whatever uh were with them and all wanted my uh wanted to take a photo with me it was so fun and that was kind of how i i came up with my signature smile and like pose yeah. you know because i was always like i just want to look like we're having fun at pride even though i'm sweltering and my feet are on fire um and I, yeah, that was just a really special moment to me. Also, there was someone who books drag queens. I don't want to say their name uh, because they hadn't booked me for a show yet. And so I was like really trying to show like how amazing I was. So I was always like really high energy and they were standing there like right there as this line formed. And I was like, I yeah, that's know. Right. Look, at, look at me. Look at me. I really want to know who this is. I'll tell you during the break. And we are back still talking about pride uh, and what we enjoy about pride fest and the pride festivities. So how is pride different for a drag entertainer than just a human, you know, just go in to be gay in their little speedo. I don't think a human is wearing (laughs) (laughs) Um, 19 pairs of tights four-inch foam pads, a giant breastplate, and... Two lashes. Two (laughs) lashes. 14 lashes. And a partridge in a pear tree. And three wigs. Yeah, I mean it's just so hot. Like yeah. and you're like I keep coming back to that. Like it's a lot more really physically demanding. Me. So physically demanding, it's draining. Going to Pride period is physically demanding, but yes. then you add on all the corsetry and the wiggery and the pattery and the yeah. shoesery and the hosiery and the mosery <laughs> and the tosery. And it's just a lot. <laughs> you forgot about the rosary. <laughs> no, that's the rosebud. That's oh that's, Jesus. That's for Folsom. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, it, it's a lot more demanding. And to me, like, I think last year, maybe two years ago, that same year that I had the the line of kids show up, that was like the first time that I had, I think, six shows in a weekend. And I've... Six I it, Now, I'm, I'm kind of stretching out the word weekend, like, because it was... I did... What happened was I won Baddest Bitch the week prior. Right. And that was a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. So I had to come back to pass off the baddest bitchery crown to the next bitch uh, on the <laughs> Thursday. And so, but the, that also came with like a Friday or a Saturday night booking, I think. So I had like, I performed the next Friday at quest. I performed the next Saturday at quest. I had a day show with, um, something pride related. Then there was pride fest. And then I ended the day with dragon Night at the Nick. Was that the, the, I think you performed with Sierra and Twat at like, Sierra and Twi- yeah, was it at like Ghost Train? Or no, something? no, no, no. That was a while ago. That was that was right after Camp Wanakiki. This was before Camp Wanakiki when I oh. had this marathon, and I, I I vowed I would never do it again. I was like, I am not gonna have six shows back to back like this, especially when it's this hot out. Um, ooh, Mama, I now. think you should do more. 
um, pay me <laughs> and I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause what, I think I made like with no tips, I, I would have made $200 from that. <laughs> so that was a quite a lot for not much money. Um, that, that's, that's what you call paying your dues kids. Um, so yeah, that was, I think pride is when a lot of that kind of shenanigans happens, you know, you, you yeah. end up with just tons of shows back to back and a lot of them end up being impromptu. And I think we're going to have that too. There's a lot of pride events and don't get me wrong. I am not trying to complain about having bookings. I love being booked and busy and getting paid for it. Everyone send your bookings for flapjack to fawn and I will take them. Yeah. You really need them. Don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I do. I only have four gigs for June so far. And two of them are joint gigs that we have. Joint? Yeah. 420 is already passed. Wow. (laughs) Blaze up. Yeah. Stoner pride. Is there anything else that's different about being a drag entertainer, like during pride season? I feel like there's a certain obligation to be out and in the community. Whereas like I didn't feel the pressure to go in the past bitch do you know how many drag entertainers that i only see during pride month when they're on a stage oh really i mean 90 percent. and i don't know i'm not i'm not trying to judge them on that like it but it, it is a lot and it's very like having that maybe they're just better at having a, a personal balance than and you I, and i are and but, i mean granted also post covid i have not gone as hard during pride month mm. because it's kind of there's been a lot of factors why between not having a bar cast position, some other stuff that I don't think is suitable for the podcast and just like also just kind of taking space for me and choosing what I want to be involved in and how I want to be involved and supporting people that are supporting me. Yeah. So that's fair. And I, and I think that's important, especially respecting your time. But I, I do think as like a, for me at least, as an entertainer, I feel like there is a part of this that is being a role model in the community, which means you have to be present. Yeah, so, but I can do that all year long and I don't have to just do it during one week. No, no, you're so right. And I, I'm, I don't know what you're, what you're trying to fight <laughs> me on here, but like, I'm just saying, like, I feel like there, there is that additional pressure of like, yeah. you should go and be present. Like, yeah, because I you should go and bring me present. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna move on to the next <laughs> question because uh, Vaughn is just being unnecessarily difficult. I don't know. What, have you ever been to a Pride outside of Birmingham, Druid City? Have you ever been to one outside of Alabama? No, really? Yeah, not, not even once. Not no. The closest I got was almost going to the bathhouse during. Atlanta, Atlanta Pride. Pride. You need to change that, Fawn. I'm poor. No, okay, okay, I know. But I need some of these prides to book me and then I'll come. Fair. But like I, I Atlanta's not that far. We should like split a Airbnb or something. Or yeah. like because you know, that could be like a hundred-ish bucks that we split. I mean It'll be a lot more than a hundred during mm-hmm. Pride Week. We we lucked out. Actually, the place that we stayed when we went to Atlanta was um when the five Fab Five were uh, doing when they had champions or whatever they're called at in oh, Atlanta, champions. you know, the fab five from queer eye. Yeah. Yeah. We like stayed in the apartment that Bobby Burke renovated for the show, Oh, but I think it was like their least favorite person ever. They really didn't like this guy. Um, but yeah. But, uh, anyways, I, I think it's good to go to those because it's nice to see like how people do things differently. Yeah. Um, but 
I, I'm actually really, I really enjoy the way that Central Alabama Pride does their thing. And I've actually, I've never been to Pride on the Plains either, so I'm excited for this to be my first year. Same. To go to I just let down pop. my ponytail and I swear all the blood rushed back to my head. <laughs> it was a moment. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe you were trying to fight me because all your hair was being pulled. I was like, what is going on? You were being wild right now for no reason. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I so I, I went to Atlanta Pride. I feel like I've gone to another Pride, and I'm just struggling to remember. Um, you went to Fisting yeah. Pride. No, no. I, I, that's a recent um, discovery of mine. But, okay, speaking of fisting <laughs> and other kinks, how do you feel about kink at Pride? Like, a lot of people have... I've seen I that it conversation on the come event. up recently. It should be there, and yeah. it depends on the event. And it depends on, like, where at the event and, like, how kind of displayed it is. Cause there ain't nothing wrong with some man in a harness. Yeah, I agree. I, there's I, nothing wrong with somebody in a pup hood. Yeah, but like, they don't need to be fucking. It, it, oh yeah, I would agree with that. But I, because kink is about so much more than. Um, there's a community sex. with kink. like there's a community with it. There's yeah, and there there's oftentimes certain um, paraphernalia, I guess that that you would wear yeah. like that that displays that. And I think that is a place that a lot of people have found a certain home in, in the yeah. community. And I think it's, it's right for it to be there. Um, so when this argument comes up that you shouldn't have kink at pride cause it's too sexual. Like, I think that that is just very short sighted. I'm like, do you know what people used to do back in the day? Yeah. How sexual people used to be back in the day. Right. We have gotten very vanilla. Thanks to grinder. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think Pride's going to be different this year? We're hosting it. Yes. Anything else? I mean, like, it's a it's a weird year, you know? I yeah. feel like there's more danger to it than there has been in the yeah. past. Yeah. I'm nervous. Um, I try not to think about it, honestly. For my <laughs> own mental if health. I don't think about it, it won't <laughs> exist. I'm like, we're just going to do it and be excited about it happening and not worry about it. But, like, also there's part of me that is also, like, no, we have to think about it and be prepared and, like, think about anxiety. (laughs) To be honest, I don't, I I feel like it's going to be about the same that it has been, but I think it's more important to be there this year. I could see more people showing up and showing out because of. Yeah, I agree. But also it's, like, we as drag people have to be more careful. Yeah, and careful, yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, with with the way these bills are being passed, like it's it's so important to be visible now in more ways than one. Yeah. And this is the perfect place to do that, you know, because there's strength in numbers. And honestly, if you're a regular Joe Schmo, come and drag. <laughs> come to Pride and drag. Yeah. Come. If you're if you're just a regular Brenda, yeah. come and drag. Put on a wig. Come out and see. When we we we're not gonna do drag this year. Y'all get to do drag. <laughs> no, but like if everybody comes in drag, what are they gonna do? They they can't arrest all of us. <laughs> They'll just tear gas us. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> um, we're gonna take a break because <laughs> Fawn is. I don't know. Fawn's getting delusional. We've been podcasting for what, like four hours, five hours today, for only two episodes. Party. Okay, and we are back on our final segment of this Pride episode. So we are going to have, we have a list of things to flop and fawn uh, for Pride. Um, 
flopping flan. Yeah, flop flan fetch. So if you have never listened to our podcast before, we have a very sophisticated system for whether we like, dislike, or absolutely love whatever it is we are discussing. If we hate it, it's the worst thing we've ever seen. It's a flop. If we love it oh so very, very much, it's a fine. And if this surpasses anything else on the list, there's nothing that's ever been done better before. It's a fetch. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's It's not not going going to happen. happen. Well, it is going to happen today, bitch, because we got a pride list to go through. So let's start with an easy one. Target Pride. The Target Pride collection. I love Target Pride collection every year because that is the epitome of of corporate inclusion, honestly. And Target walks the walk and talks the talk. Like (laughs) the locks, talks, locks. New drag name. <laughs> Slurping sounds. Um, Squelch. Yeah, squelching sounds. So, yeah, I, I love the Target Pride collection because I think it's different from other corporate prides. Which it's, like, well thought out. It's well There's thought intention. out. intention. And I know that they collaborate with Drag Queen merch, which is run by... A, they did this year. I don't know if they always have, but uh, I know they did this year. Well, this year, I'm glad that they collaborated with Drag Queen merch. And, and I mean, I know they've collaborated with other drag queens in the past because I've right. seen drag merch. Usually drag, drag race queen. girls, but... Still, um, Bob the Drag Queen, Juno Birch, right? Hasn't Juno had some stuff? I don't know. Um, I've seen Trixie and Katya. Like, I mean, they're everywhere. I would buy Juno Birch merch. You better buy some Juno merch. Uh, Yeah. So I I like Target because of that. I think. And so for me, Target Pride is a huge font. And like also Target Pride, they will have like the trans rights or human rights shirts. They will have the like the... I think last year they had all the different flowers and like what it meant back in the day. Like, Oh yeah. I love that symbolism and like a lot of educational stuff. So last year's was really thought out. And if this year's is anything like last year's huge fun. Same. Now what about corporate pride in general? Like when Neutrogena makeup wipes does the rainbow packaging for June and has all the drag Queens do ads for them, but they don't do anything else the rest of the year. Yeah, I guess so. That's not really like, what I was thinking. but yeah. Or like how Wells Fargo will show up in the Pride Parade and that's it. Yeah. Or like changing their logo on Twitter for like a month. Yeah. I don't like stuff like that because I feel like... Performative you're, Pride. Yeah. It's, where you're only trying to take our money. It's not actually helping anyone, you know? You know it, how I feel about performative shit. Oh, yeah. I, I know. You little performer, you. Um, so... <laughs> I, yeah, the thing, the issue with corporate pride for me is when it's not something that actually has done something to tangibly and concretely help the queer community. Yeah, it's like I am just doing this so Slap that, a rainbow on it. Yeah, I am just doing this so we can appear to be woke. As much as I hate that word, but um, it, it, I'm we're just doing this so that we can not get canceled. Basically, you damn snowflake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> enjoy your best pro shop plan. Um, so. Uh, that that is a flop for me but i think the way to like overcome that is to actually engage with and benefit and, and like provide support to someone in the queer community like more than a just drag queen more than just during pride month yeah we want to see it year round we are available <laughs> all year round we're not just available only during october and june right right there are 12 months you can book us all 12 months except for July. July is crazy, but July we need a rest after Pride. 
Well, okay. So tell me what you think. Do you think that it is wrong to only book them then? Or because I feel like, I don't know. I'm kind of okay with having like a special pride. Book them more during pride. Yeah. Book them more during pride. But like. But book them year round. Yeah. Like I would rather them. I want visibility all year. Sure. I don't want visibility one month of the year. But And I get that. Because I'm not only existing during pride month. I'm not a faggot. Only during Pride Month. I'm fag- I'm a fag at all 12 months of the year. True. But I also think there's other communities that can be highlighted at other times in the year. You know? You can so we, be like- inclusive of all communities. All Because here's the thing. They're not only running just regular... They're not only running Pride ads during Pride Month. They're going to run regular ads, too. Mm. They run regular ads, and those regular ads can be inclusive all year round of all communities. Okay. So I don't want to see just targeted ads that goes for any community. We need those ads that are the targeted ones during those months of representation, but also we should have that representation all 365. Mm. I think for me, the line like, like, yes, I agree with what you're saying. Um, but to me, the, the line that make, like that is like going above and beyond. But to no, me, it's not. the line that no, put- it's not. That should not be going above and beyond. That should be the bare minimum because we need representation. I'm not saying it always has to be drag queens. Yeah. But I'm saying it should, there should be queer representation. There should always be queer representation. There should always be black representation. There should always be indigenous, Asian, all of it. Like, I'm not saying every single ad has to be the most inclusive ad you've ever seen, but there should be a consistency. Sure. Inclusion. Yeah. Yes. I I don't want to feel like tokenized. Like you're only trying to get my money. Right. I feel that. And that's what it feels like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on one today. Yeah, you really are. I mean, I I think that the, the you're, you're right. Like, yes, it needs to be diverse all the time. But to me, like the, the thing that crosses that line where it's like, this feels performative and not actually helpful is when you don't, when you don't work with someone like you just make, you just put on like a rainbow logo or something, or you don't really hire people from the queer community for your ad. Um, I don't love that. So yeah, that, that, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like that, that split there. Um, okay. So corporate pride, I think we're flopping overall. Yeah. Cause they often get it wrong. Um, okay. Parades. Look, I used to love the parade. The older I have gotten, the less I love the parade. Why do you hate everything? I don't know. (laughs) I went to the parade last year, though, out of drag. Because I haven't been in the parade since 2019. You should change that. Try to get in it. How? I'm not paying for a float. And I'm not on a cast that has a float. Yeah, why doesn't the Karis Brunch have a float? I don't know. That's not my job. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe you could suggest it. Why doesn't our podcast have a float? Well, because we didn't want to pay for it. <laughs> well, maybe brunch don't want to pay for it. Okay, maybe, I guess. Yeah. Uh, okay, but I think the parade is like a fawn for me overall. Like, Yeah, I, it's a fawn. Yeah, I, I, I always enjoy it. I think it's fun to see other people there. I honestly kind of enjoy it more going and sitting outside of a bar out of drag and drinking and watching the parade go by than being in the parade these days. Hmm. I like being a bystander for the parade. Yeah. The only thing now, if somebody wants to put me on their float, I'll do it because I like attention, <laughs> but I like drinking too. The o- I mean, you, the only thing I didn't enjoy about the parade was the protesters at the very beginning where the lineup was. But after that, it was fun. Um, 
So next up we have all the different pride flags. Fawn or flop? Are we going through each flag individually? God, no. <laughs> but I mean, you know, there's a lot of different ones. And in fact, they've introduced a lot of new ones this year, like the drag queen pride flag. I still don't know how I feel about that drag pride flag. I, well, that's why we're here talking about it. Processing. I still don't know how I feel about that. Well, what are what are your mixed feelings? It just feels unnecessary. Mm. Okay. All the other pride flags are valid. The drag one <laughs> is not. And Fawn is here to determine what is what isn't is not a valid pride flag. <laughs> why though why why does it feel different to you i don't know because like that's the it thing because just... I, f- I kind of feel similarly but i'm i know that i have a tendency to be skeptical when i first hear of new ideas so i try to hear it out but also like here's me backtracking i don't question the leather pride i don't question the pup pride yeah i don't question like the the kink pride flag the the, the it's like the black and blue with the the leather pride flag oh that's leather with the yeah. heart oh i thought it was just bdsm no that's leather oh work okay I think it's leather. And then there's the pup one. That's like basically the same, but it's got a bone. Mm. Um, I don't question those, but I question the drag one. But something about the drag one with the little crown in the middle just feels inauthentic. I don't know. And it, the color, can we have a different color scheme? Because it just is eerily similar to the trans flag colors. And like, can we not find something a little that's not too similar to something that already exists. Yeah. If you're not familiar with the drag queen pride flag that was recently dropped, um, it's like the colors are pink, white, and blue. I can't remember which sides the pink it and blue are on. It also kind of looks like the Paris White flag. is in the middle. Yeah, the, with the vertical stripes. And then there's a, a crown oh, in France. the middle. It looks like the Par- the France flag. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know, I think I like it. I think I'm coming around to liking it. But the thing that I... I Give me a little while and I'll probably come around yeah. to it. Just right now, I'm just like... <sighs> yeah, you don't like it. I'm a little chaotic at the moment. Because at first I felt like my pride is... Like I express my pride and my colors in like my in my drag. I don't really feel right. that I need like a drag pride. But like, I feel that now since drag is one of the communities that's being attacked, like it makes sense to have like a drag queen pride flag. Yeah. And, and the thing I liked about all the different pride flags is that you can find your community. You can find those people who have that same identity from you since the queer community is so diverse yeah. when they're at pride. So I, if, if yeah, but I'm going to see a drag queen. Well, yeah, but you might not know that they're in, uh, if they're out of drag, you know? So if they had like the drag queen Clay. pride flag, what? Why are you calling me by my legal name? <laughs> All I gotta see is the shaved eyebrows, <laughs> and I'll be like, "You do drag." Okay. Do you have the spiritual gift of discernment for drag queens? Yeah. All right. So, are you flopping or fawning? All the different pride flags. We're Not gonna fawn them. Fawn. I I agree. I fawn them. I'd- but here's here's what I will say. I do think that as a community, we could come to a consensus that if something that is that a bit the non-binary flag is ugly. Oh no, I really like it actually, but uh, it's I've grown on me. I used to think it was ugly. Well, so it does fungus. <laughs> I want something that like that brands the queer community in a way that like is longer term. Like I, I don't, I don't love having to constantly change like acronyms, like literally just because it makes it, I think it makes it harder I just to have LGBTQ those conversations plus. so frequently. LGBTQ plus I like that but I know that also it's important to have like I and A and P and all those others because I know that it would mean like I when you have plus it even though there is the plus to represent those folks it doesn't 
they're not explicitly listed. So it's like, I, I know that I would not like it if my community was not specifically represented. So I kind of just want to use queer. And then I mean, I usually just say queer. Yeah. Honestly. But, and, but the thing is with the progressive pride flag, I thought we got to a place that was like a good I really stopping like the point. progressive pride flag. Me too. Didn't they add intersex to it? They did. And and then there's like an umbrella that got added and, the, and another new version. There's an umbrella? Yeah, it's just become, it's like... This is an umbrella academy now? It, it was, yeah, I just think that there's too to many. I see this umbrella like, version. Let, I might actually like it. Who knows? I don't think you will. I just hear umbrella and I think umbrella academy. Because it's supposed to represent like the trans umbrella, but I think the but trans, the trans flag, flag does that, that already because the white is for the other. I yeah, I agree. I just that's why the non-binary th- colors yeah. don't need to be on there because the white represents non-binary. And to be honest, I don't know the answer to this. Like, I don't know what what is the one thing everyone's going to feel represented by. But I do think that it makes us look a little crazy when we can't decide on one things on one thing. You know? Yeah. Um, oh, where's the umbrella one? Maybe maybe people aren't really going with it anymore. But I, I saw it on Twitter for a, earlier this year, I believe. Here, yeah, here it is. So it's the progressive pride flag, and it looks like I don't see any with the with the intersex flag that also have the umbrella. It's like one or the other. Um, but the umbrella is like in the middle, and one of the and it's what? like the top of the umbrella, and one of the corners is like the V of the black and brown stripes. I don't like the umbrella. Yeah, I don't it doesn't look like an umbrella either. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a little confusing. It looks like uh, what's that one thing with the white and red umbrella corp or whatever? Do you know what I'm talking about? I have about? no idea what you're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Work, um, but yeah, I I would like to come to a consensus on on something that la- that's a little long longer term that everyone feels represented by, um, and I don't know the answer. This may be a dumb question. terrified laughter comes from blackjack (laughs) never mind i'm not gonna ask it okay (laughs) (laughs) um all right well the last one that we have on here is family friendly and sober friendly events at pride events absolutely fetch sober friendly events same and family friendly for me do you fetch family no i don't like families Oh, okay. Work. No families. Uh, that's what I like the most about Pride, actually, are yeah. family-friendly events. Because I wish I wish so much that growing up I had the chance to go and see queer people that were happy and healthy looking. <laughs> um, when, you know, when I was growing up, yeah. I just didn't have that chance to see mentors. And so having that makes a huge difference. I think like pride skate is one that my partner and I, we specifically make a point to go to every year. It was one of our first dates. So we we like that aspect. I love pride skate. One of my friend refuses to go now because, um, he fucked up his knee one time at Pride Skate. Well, he can just come and like get get like pizza or something at I the know. concession stand, you know? It's because I he hate fucked t- up his knee and so he's traumatized. See, I because he tried to show. I think he tried to. Show, I can't remember what oh. exactly happened. I think he tried showing off, but I can't remember. I am terrible at skating. I actually hate it quite a lot. But I, I will go out there and try to do one lap in the name I, of Pride. Like I have to go. do. I have to do blades, not skates. I can roller blade better than I can roller skate. Blaze it! I love it. Or twenty. Well, that brings us to the end of our flop and fawn list. Do you wait? Do you flop or fawn? Family friendly and sober friendly events. We're gonna fetch. Oh yeah, that's right. We fetched both of them. Yeah. Work. Okay. Even though I hate kids. 
<laughs> now, before we wrap up this show, there are a few uh, plugs that we need to make sure that we plugs. make. Yeah, I'm pulling it out of my ass right now. And it's like a fortune cookie. You break it in half. Let's see. What does it say? Oh, okay. So Wednesday, May 10th, we have Drag Bingo at Highwire Brewing. I believe by the time this episode comes out, that will have already passed. So make sure you catch us on the second Wednesday of every month at Highwire Brewing for Drag Bingo. It's very fun. At 7.30 every month. At 7.30 p.m., yes. On Thursday, May 18th at 7.30 p.m., we have Roast in Peace Angel Face at Birmingham Festival Theater. Tickets are available now at bftonline.org as well as in the description of this episode. Yes, please go buy those tickets. It's going to be your last chance to see Angel in town. You're not going to want to miss this. Yes, and we will be roasting the shit out of her. Also, on Saturday, May 20th, we are going to have a family-friendly drag show also at Birmingham Festival Theater. Tickets available at bftonline.org. That show starts at 12.30 p.m. That is noon 30. We've got an incredible lineup. We do. That show. Mm-hmm. It's still to be announced at the time of recording. And on Saturday, May 27th, 7 p.m., we have a DIY drag show, Flapping and Fawning Takeover. We are oh so very excited to uh, co-host that open stage together. Um, with all that wonderful entertainment. A personal one for me, Saturday, June 3rd, I am going to be hosting, along with Obscenity from Nashville, the Big Gay Bus Tour with Invisible Histories Project. Check out the episode description for a link to get your own tickets to that. It's going to be amazing. There is a bus tour where we will tell you all about queer history in Birmingham on June 3rd only. There's uh, four tour times. It's going to be really fun. A personal one for me is going to be June 20, not June 27th. May 27th. I don't know months. I can't read. <laughs> I don't know how to speak. May 27th um, is going to be Care Strike Brunch All Stars. That is, as it is, the last Saturday of every month at 12 o'clock. Seating starts at 11. You can get your tickets at startomcomedy.com, I think is where it's from. Yeah. I don't know. I need to make sure I add that to the link of this, uh, that link to the episode. And. Uh, last but certainly not least, the whole reason we made this episode is because on Sunday, June 4th, we will be hosting Pride on the Plains in Auburn, Alabama. I'm so excited. The headliners are great for that. Oh, Mistress yeah. Isabel Brooks is one M-I-B. of the headliners. Twat Wyland is one of the headliners. Queen Essence Hall is also a, a headliner. Yes. Yeah. Um, Nick at Night is a headliner. Nick at Night. Yeah. Kai Chanel Jones is a headliner. It's, it's going to be, be sick. Fab. Yeah, come on out to Auburn. It's going to be so worth being there. And of course, make sure you get flapping and fawning merch that's available at the link in the description of this video. Well, thanks everyone for listening to Flapping and Fawning. Happy Pride. Crack? Say crack again. <laughs>
flap and fawn pod oh and make sure you check out the links in our bio to buy some merch you can also connect with us via gmail at flapping and fawning pod at gmail.com see you next time bye Ta-ta. 